This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by user Chloe Thing from r slash erotica. The title of the story is Extending Her Duties as an Office Secretary. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. It's the end of the day, 5.03 p.m. on the clock and I'm gathering my things to get ready to leave. Today has been hectic. So many clients and meetings all throughout the day. Apart from my half-hour lunch break, I have been moving around the office carrying files and serving food and making coffee and doing all sorts of little tasks that are constantly demanded by impatient colleagues. I didn't expect an office job to be so labor-intensive and draining. Maybe I should have thought more carefully before deciding to drop out of university three months ago. At just 18 years old, to pursue an entry-level job with no real qualifications and no requirements apart from looking pretty and doing what I'm told. My feet are aching from the high heels that I'm made to wear as part of the dress code. The tight black dress with a restrictive skirt is so impractical but rules are rules. My hair has to be perfect. My makeup immaculate and my attire always neat. It bothers me so much seeing that none of my male coworkers have to adhere to such strict rules but I'm not in a position to complain. I'm grateful to even have a job at all, to be completely honest. Having crippling debt on top of wasted student loans with a horrific credit score meant that I would become homeless if I lost this job. It's really scary to think about so I just try to focus on doing my job as well as I can. Just as I'm about to walk away from my desk for the day, my boss emerges from his office and calls for me. Damn it. I purse my lips but manage to hold back my frustration. Yes sir, I answer back. I set my purse down on my chair and smooth over my dress before making my way into your office. You don't look happy at all. Your face is strained and you're looking at me with a piercing gaze. I feel my stomach sink. My heart starts to race. In a low tone of voice, you begin. Take a seat, Lacey. I'm sure you've heard the rumors going around so I imagine this will not be too much of a surprise. As you know, the company has been through one of the toughest quarters we've ever had and it's looking like an internal restructuring will definitely be taking place. I will have to fire people. You are one of our newest employees and also one of the most expendable. I squeeze my hands together as my stomach twists into a knot. Is this for me? Dread washes over me and I prepare myself for the worst. However, you continue in the same dry monotone. There could be special considerations for your position, provided you are willing to extend your duties. This will not be open to negotiation. I furrow my brows as I try to understand what you're saying to me. Several thoughts quickly run through my head. Ranging from crazy silly ideas to scary prospects such as getting a huge pay cut with significantly increased hours. I'm already feeling too overworked and barely making ends meet each month. I start mentally preparing a speech to plead my case. But my train of thought is derailed when you rise from your chair and fix your eyes on me with a fervent intensity. Stand up. You command with a much stronger tone this time. I quickly get up from the chair as my heart beats even faster. I have no idea what's going to happen and it takes all of my willpower to keep my legs steady so my knees don't buckle. Your eyes are fixed on me, sending chills down my spine. Turn around and bring your hands behind your back, you say, slowly making your way around the desk to get closer to me. A glint of metal catches the light and my eyes flick towards the shiny object in your hand. With my heart beating in my throat, I find my voice and start to stutter out. What or why your hand close over my mouth, and I feel your arm encircle my waist, pinning my body to you. I look at you with wide eyes. My body froze with shock. Listen to me, Lacey. 
Your breath flows down my neck as you press your mouth up to my ear. I know you're desperate. I don't even need to ask you whether you'll accept the offer. I know full well what this job means to you. The only question that remains is how many fights you're going to put up as we move forward. If it's of any consolation to you, this is all out of your control now. You can kick and scream all you like. We both understand that you can't afford to lose this job so it will be in your best interest to do exactly as you're told. Now, turn around and bring your hands behind your back. Your words pierce deep into my core as I realize the position I'm in. I feel as if my insides have turned to jelly. The whole room is spinning and I can barely hold myself up as I turn myself around and slowly put my arms behind me. Cold metal surrounds my wrist. A loud clicking sound filling the room as the metal tightens around my left wrist and then around my right wrist. I flinch as you plant a quick kiss on my cheek before stepping out of the room. A few seconds later you return with my purse and jacket. The jacket is draped over my shoulders, covering both of my arms, and we make our way out of the office. Down the elevator into the parking floor and then into your car. I keep my eyes firmly fixed on the floor as you drive us to your house in silence. My head is still spinning but I continue to take deep, steady breaths until I eventually manage to calm down slightly. It turns out to all be in vain as we pull into the driveway of your house, and my heart starts racing again and the knot in my stomach twists even more. I tug on the metal cuffs holding my wrists together but it doesn't budge one bit. My entire body is trembling. I can feel my heart pounding in my chest. He turns off the engine and exits the car, keeping his eyes fixed on my face as he makes his way around to the passenger side. The short chain of the handcuffs holding my wrists tightly behind my back rattles loudly within the sudden silence. He throws open the door, maintaining his steely gaze on me. I flinch away instinctively as he leans in to grab my arm. His hand flashes up, colliding with the side of my face and sending a wave of stinging pain across my cheek. Before I can regain my senses, I feel his fingers sink into my hair and find myself being painfully dragged out of the car onto the rough asphalt. I cry out as he tightens his grip. He shuts the passenger door and turns around, making me scramble to get up so I can avoid being dragged across the ground by my hair. Tears well up in my eyes. I struggle to keep my balance with my hands behind me, my heels clicking loudly as he leads me into the house. It's a stark contrast to the way he had gently but firmly escorted me out of the office. Now there is no one around to see my struggles or hear my cries. With my head being held down by his vice grip on my hair, I can't see much of anything except for the wooden floor scrolling across my vision as he pulls me along. Somehow I manage to keep my balance and avoid tumbling to the ground. He stops. I feel his hand firmly pushing down, forcing me on my knees and then all the way down until I'm laying on my front with the side of my face pressed against the floor. He finally releases his grip and I exhale sharply. My relief turns out to be short-lived as he wraps his hand around the short chain between my handcuffs. He slides it up to my back until my arms are immobilized, with my elbows pointing away from my body, putting a lot of strain on my shoulders and wrists. I feel his body weight bearing down my back. The pressure on my chest adds resistance to every breath I take. It feels extremely uncomfortable, but I know full well that he can make it agonizingly painful just by sliding his hand further up my back, not looking to push my luck. I take a big gulp of air and slowly breathe out as I force myself to stop struggling. His other hand makes its way down the back of my dress, sending goosebumps flowing over me. I feel him brush across my ass and lightly press his nails into the back of my thighs as he travels down my body, all while maintaining the pressure on my chest to keep me pinned down. I can't stop myself from squirming a little. His hand wraps around the hem of my dress. He rolls up my dress slowly, methodically until he has it up to the small of my back. 
I tense up as he pulls my panties down to my knees. The weight on my chest lifts off and he pulls my handcuffs down until my hands are resting on my ass. I close my eyes, breathing out in relief as the strain on my shoulders and wrists fade away. The increased mobility of my arms only lasts for a second. He lifts his leg over my body and straddles my waist, pinning my wrists down with his weight. The metal cuffs dig into my skin, but this quickly slips from my mind when I feel his fingers sink into my hair again. My head gets pulled back and I'm forced to look straight ahead, groaning as the strain on the back of my neck increases. He responds by sticking his fingers into my open mouth. I start gagging violently, struggling against my bonds and flailing my legs, heels clacking loudly on the wooden floor. He continues to probe the back of my throat, curling his fingers into my tongue until spit dribbles down my chin and tears roll down my flushed cheeks. I'm completely pinned down. There's nothing I can do but struggle. He removes his fingers from my mouth, and I gasp loudly for air, my chest heaving as I try to catch my breath. I feel him moving off my body. He grabs my handcuffs and pulls my wrists up my back like before to pin my chest down to the floor. My entire body tenses up when his wet fingers enter me, stretching, probing, and thrusting deep between my legs. The sharp pain quickly turns into a tingling warmness as he works his fingers inside me. My toes curl. My eyes roll to the back of my head and I clench every part of my body. The tension builds up to an insane level. It explodes, sending waves crashing through me. I scream my lungs out, convulsing, bucking against his hands, clenching around his fingers over and over as the waves continue to wash over me. His fingers slip out of me. I lay on the floor with my eyes staring into space, trying to come to terms with what just happened. He gets up and walks away. I roll over to my side curling up into a fetal position with my hands still cuffed behind me. My legs are quivering. I feel cold, 